who had sessions with, I think you, Elizabeth. I, I did have one session with him. Yes, he's lovely. Yes, he is. He's extremely lovely, and uh, he sends his regards. He had a he really enjoyed his session with you. Oh, that was so nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into our prayer here. And take that breath of love and gratitude together. So grateful, so thankful to give ourselves a gift of love. And that is definitely what prayer is, a gift of love. We're grateful and thankful to open our hearts and our minds to divine inspiration, wholeness, freedom, wisdom, clarity. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We are grateful and thankful to open ourselves to an unlimited, unprecedented flow of divine wisdom and clarity. So grateful. Grateful to declare that this conversation is a healing conversation. It's inspiring and uplifting. So grateful to join together for this purpose. We bless everyone that we come in contact with. We bless every client, every person in our lives with our conversation. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all beings. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. So I'm going to invite those everyone to say hi. So we heard Carla, we heard Elizabeth. Anybody else like to say hi? Hey, Jennifer, this is Phil. Hey, Phil. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's Angela. Hey, Angela. Yay. So this is your time. You can ask any question that you would like. And how can I support you? I have a question. This is Angela. Um, I had a session where, since it was a new client, um, there was sort of like a little catching up and just letting me know what's going on and then what she'd mm-hmm. like to have happen. And it felt like um, it ended up feeling like there was so much that came up that it seemed from my point of view that there would be some mastery around sort of... So, you know, because what I'm realizing is there's there's really only one problem. We talk about that a lot. Um, but mm-hmm. in session, sometimes it becomes clear that there are several um, thoughts or actions that are contributing to mm-hmm. the form. So my my question really is, you know, I, I sense that I need to learn how to give someone a manageable chunk. <laughs> yeah. Because... I felt like what happened was so much came out, and I think it was very beneficial. 
and I told the client, you know, take as much time because she felt like maybe she had um, some, like she was supposed to go through all that in a week and get back to me. And I was like, no, (laughs) take as much time. There's no time. But that was, that was really what I could see is that it takes mastery to see where it's a manageable manageable chunk for your client. So I want to see if I'm understanding you correctly. You felt like um, the client uh, was was having trouble lasering in on what they wanted to work on in the session? Um, Well, it came up because what happened was when she was sharing, I was listening and observing and taking, you know, sort of awarenesses of, how she was presenting the story so that mm-hmm. it was so that some of the ways that things were framed it was clear to me that you know those were some of the blocks like mm-hmm. how the past was being explained and things like that but it was like it just came to me that it's like I'm noticing this this and it's like okay before me saying I'm noticing all mm-hmm. these things it was even yeah. for me to be laser with what to share back to the client. Okay. So did you ask for the intention? Did you have clear intention setting at the beginning of the session? Yeah, I remember that her, yeah, I remember she did state. Hey, Phil. But it was something. Could you, Phil, could you self-mute? Sure. We can hear what you're, yeah, thank you. Go ahead, Angela. Yeah, I th- I think it was it was that the maybe this is that the intention was pretty general. It was just that it kind of that sense of you know I thought I forgave this, but I'm still not over it kind of thing about a past relationship which is actually still going on. It just so I think that 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 shows me that you know it can help if the intentions really laser. Well, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So she, the client said, uh, 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 my intention in the session is to forgive this thing or to work on this because I've, mm-hmm. yeah. And then as they're talking, you realize that they have a lot of thinking that is not helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's, <clears throat> The thing is, I think, in that situation is to work on the thing the client came there for. Okay. And while it might appear to you that there could be some bigger issue, Mm -hmm. if you see an underlying issue, you know, that... uh, that could be helpful. So, for instance, mm-hmm. um, if they're having trouble forgiving what seems like a betrayal, and then as they're talking to you, you realize that they're talking, they're giving you evidence that they betrayed themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they have these uh, multiple betrayal experiences then you might say, I know you came here to work on this one forgiveness issue, but as you're talking with me, uh, I'm getting uh, some clues about perhaps a bigger issue. I wonder, would you mind if I 
bring that up to you and we talk about that for a little bit. And so mm-hmm. then you might say, um, I know you feel betrayed by this person in this instance. Let me just ask you, do you betray yourself? Because some of the things you said to me made me feel like you betray yourself. Would you say that's accurate? Um, could the, you know, or could, could this incident be a self betrayal? What about this one? What about this one? And maybe the world is reflecting to you how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And you might say, "Would you li- like to work on that?" Because that seems like a more pervasive issue. And would mm-hmm. if we if we worked on that, it would help you to more easily forgive many things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, because what I got from this is that I'm I'm still getting, I'm still le- learning to lead the client toward a you know an intention clear focus, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you know instead of sort of picking up on any little thing that seems you know right. out of alignment with spiritual principle, it's to find any themes if 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 there's a lot of themes mentioned you know if there's an underlying yes. theme repeated that's very obviously helpful to bring up but instead of collecting every little piece of <laughs> dust it's like that's right okay what's yeah, really that. grimy let's clean the grime grimy right. and what they're bringing up okay that's what's yeah. really helpful yeah, because that's what almost every most clients are going to do is they're going to give you many things, many, many things, you know, unless they're really doing this work for a long time. They're going to give you many, many things while they're talking with you. So that's why the thing is to stay focused on what they would like help with. Mm. That's very helpful. So, Thank yep. you. Yep. So that's where the setting of the intention at the beginning of the session is uh, is important. And the other thing is, is remember I said, too, that um, if there's a sense of confusion, if you have a sense of confusion or if you have a sense of judgment, if you have anything that feels uncomfortable, if you don't have clarity, then just keep asking for clarity, you know, mm-hmm. however you'd like to do it. Just keep partnering up, you know, I am perfectly clear. My mind is perfectly clear. I am completely available for divine guidance and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Spirit, help me now. What, whatever works for you, but just just keep allowing uh, spirit to guide you. And, and if you don't feel clear, in that guidance to not say anything really and with most clients that is not a problem Mm -hmm. they will talk and talk and talk occasionally there are some clients that are not talkers but most Mm -hmm. will talk a lot and as i said in in our um intensive time uh with men uh you know, sometimes men, you have to sit and be willing to sit in the silence for 60 seconds or more. Just waiting while they're they're getting ready to talk. Mm-hmm. 
Does Thank that you, feel helpful. feel like it completely answers your question, or? Yeah, you know, I feel like I uh, I'm grateful because I feel like a keen observer. Um, mm-hmm. It's just maybe also having my own intention instead of that it's oh let me be so helpful and <laughs> and let them be aware of what's happening. It's like for my intention to be very very clear that I'm there to be helpful to what's what they're saying. Not Absolutely. every single thing I'm noticing. Yes. It felt That's like right. I've been in the flow with it, but there were two times where I felt like there was so much that it was for me to, how, so how to make it feel manageable was to come back to the intention at the, you know, and just make sure that gets addressed. Yeah. Not yeah. to overwhelm someone. That's right, because uh, you won't have enough time, for sure. Mm-hmm. And nobody is expecting you to fix their whole life. I know. In one session. But as I said in the intensive, I I think one of the most valuable things for me was going into every session thinking this is the only session we'll need about this issue. Mm -hmm. Wasn't always the case, but I always went into that, the session, feeling that way Mm -hmm. and knowing that to be the truth. I have no control over other people's minds, but there were many times when we never needed to have another session about a particular issue. Mm-hmm. And I always rely on the prayer to do the healing work. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Um, uh, I was interviewed for a documentary one time and they asked me uh, for A Course in Miracles people, is it okay to charge money for healing? And I said, well, I don't charge money for healing because I'm not the healer. Everybody heals themselves and uh, I can only heal me, but I do charge for my time. So we're the two or more who are gathered, we're creating a healing field. Uh, It's up to them if they wish to be healed. Yeah, it's it's also a delicate balance between taking full responsibility for everything that happens in our lives and not feeling like we have to fix someone. Because the idea that we have to fix someone is is a huge burden, and, and it will just, it will be unbearable. And it would be egotistical anyway. Very glad you asked that question. That's a good one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Who else has something?
I, I don't really have a question. This is Elizabeth. Uh, of what I am, um, I'm dealing with is so much resistance. Uh, I really mm-hmm. relate to everything that Christy said in our July uh, training and community call. Uh, uh, that every little thing is is just uh, like popping up, mm-hmm. and I guess my big sense is to having a schedule. I don't want a schedule. Mhm. And why do you have to have a schedule? Well, if if I'm going to book uh sessions with someone, I I need to have a schedule. I, I mean, you know, I, I need to be able to give them a time that I'm available. Or if I'm going to huh. book a session with one with Angela or, or or with Linda or Carla or Laurie or 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 any of of my classmates, then I've got to I've got to be able uh, to show up on the phone at the time that I say I'm going to be there. Right. Do you make plans with anyone? I, I mostly don't, Jennifer. No, I, I'm. Um, uh, I've I've spent the last twenty years mostly as a hermit and a recluse. I do things with my family. And and when my son and daughter-in-law need me to pick up uh, their kids, their little kids, and so they're at daycare, then I help them out because they both work and they're tap dancing and juggling, trying to keep all the balls in the air. But I I um I have not had a social life in so long. I almost don't even know how how to go about doing that. Right. Well, I the first thing that comes to my mind will make you laugh, <laughs> which is okay. I I would suggest that you have a session with somebody about that. Well, I I think that is a good idea. As a matter of fact, I, I met with Angela on Friday of of last week. Uh, I drove down and and she drove up and and we met and had lunch and. And most of it turned into like a session uh, with Angela being the counselor and me being the client because I I, I was like uh, a Gatling gun. I, I mean, couldn't shut me up. And and that was very very helpful. Well, that's great. I, I know that's... it was so lovely. Had, had such a nice meal, but I mean, most of all, it was just. It was just uh, so wonderful to be in her shining presence. Oh my gosh, it was it was yeah. just fantastic. Uh, how far are you from Angela? Uh, I, I'm probably two to three hours, depending on the on the traffic, which is uh, usually horrific. It seems like uh, she's in Rhode Island and and I'm north of Boston. So uh, um, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think she's. About an hour north, and I drove uh, about two hours or so south. But part of it was like stop and go traffic, uh, five to ten miles an hour. It, it was it was bad for a little while. Hmm. I'm just going to mention briefly. I, I think I'm going to be in that area on the 30th and try and uh, uh, having a, a masterful living gathering. Oh, uh, in the Boston gonna... area, you mean? Well, Rhode Island. 
Oh, well, well, I will be there. Nice. Yeah, I think so. And you could drive down with Lawrence. I'm sure there's a couple others from Boston area, too. So I'll, I'll keep everybody posted about that. And and so I haven't discovered Lauren in the Boston area. Lawrence. He's in oh. Ascension Pathway class, but we can talk about that another time. Oh, okay. Well, I would love to meet anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is resistance and reluctance is something I'm extremely familiar with. I, I really was, I felt plagued by it for a long time, and I, I did a huge amount of prayer work around releasing the resistance and reluctance. I think resistance and reluctance is one of our all of our major issues. And uh, the good news about resistance and reluctance is it, where it's better than being totally stuck. At least we're aware that we're resistant and we're reluctant. And uh, being totally stuck usually means we're just not even paying attention uh, at all. So what I hear you say is you you're do you think you're actually resistant and reluctant to doing the work or is it you just really it's the hermit factor? Well, no, I don't think I'm resistant and reluctant to doing the work because I am doing the work. I I mean I um I I'm um I am counseling people on the phone but it's not like a session. Uh, I, I am counseling people, uh, you know, uh, that I bump into somewhere, uh, you know, uh, and at the grocery store that I see almost every day because I'm in that same grocery store. Uh, so, I mean, it's little things, but but not real sessions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As I'm, at the time that that happens, it's like I'm in the zone. I, everything else falls away. I I I don't know how much time passes by. I'm totally focused on uh on the other person and uh what they are attempting to communicate to me. And I I mean it's like I'm um I, I'm I'm scrambling my response or whatever. So it it's like time out of time. So I and um I love that when that happens. Mhm. So you're just resistant and reluctant to making appointments. Yeah, I, I I think that I think that is it, uh, and I think part of it is just that that I'm overwhelmed. I'm behind the eight ball. Uh, you know, I'm tap dancing and juggling. I feel like I'm a hamster on a wheel. I'm I'm running as fast as I can go, girl. Well then, then maybe it's not resistance or reluctance at all. Okay, what's a good word for it then? You're just—it's just not the priority for you right now. Well, I—I I mean, that's, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that could be true. I, I mean, my grandbabies are my top uh, priority. Right. Um. Yeah. Because they're only going to be little like this for, you know, a yeah. short amount of time. And I don't... So here's a thought for you. Do you ever have okay. time in your day where you you feel like, oh, I'll have time later this afternoon, and then you could be more spontaneous? Uh, yeah. Um, 
I, I, I'm still, I'm still doing my best to prioritize my prayers and devotions and meditations uh, that are the morning ones, and actually do them in the morning or, or before midnight. Um, I, I am, um, I'm now prioritizing my aspirations, intentions, and goals thanks to Carla, who. Um, who texted me hers yesterday, and it's like, oh, geez, I knew I was supposed to be doing something, and I hadn't done that yet. And and so I then I, I turned around and got it done, and I texted it to her and to one of my prayer partners last night. And then uh, Carla texted me hers again today, earlier in the day, and I said, oh, I haven't done mine yet. But then I did them, and I sent them back to her. So, um and it's nice to have a response, you know, to, uh, for somebody to say, wow, good job, you know, or at a girl or whatever, you know. So it, it's nice to have a dialogue and, and communication, actually, with other human beings. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it feels to me like there's there's some avoidance in there. I I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. So here's the and this is really good that we're discussing this because you will everybody gets this with their clients all the time. Okay, it's a very common human thing. So the thing is that if there's something that you'd like to do, if there's something you're interested in, what do you naturally do? You start thinking, "I'd like to do that. I'm interested yeah, in that." Yeah, you start thinking about it. So when we're in resistance and reluctance, the thought comes into our mind, we get the prompts from spirit, and then we push it away. I don't have time for that. I can't do that now. Uh, no, something else is more important. So to consciously counteract the egos trying to uh, get you to not wake up, because doing the spiritual counseling is a great way to wake up, and it doesn't matter whether you're doing it uh, as the counselor or the counselee, you will right. have a healing experience both ways. So if, if if the waking up is the most important thing, then spiritual counseling is a wonderful way to do that, and you enjoy it. I do clearly. enjoy it. You clearly do. And you clearly enjoy it whether you're, you're the counselor or the counselee. So just... Come up with an affirmation, a statement, and affirm it just even once a day. Like it's part of your your work in your in the morning, where it's just uh, I am whatever it would be. Uh, okay, so give me an example, really. Well, I think it would be different for different people. So someone might say. Uh, I'm an ex- excellent spiritual counseling, and I get to do wh- what I love. I, I love spiritual counseling, and I get get to do what I love. I I I'm interested in having opportunities to do spiritual counseling today. Oh, I like that opportunities. Yep. Just laying that seed, well, opening your mind to it, so that it's 
it's your idea. It's not something that spirit is giving you and you're resisting. It's your it's your goal. It's your it's important to you. Well, I think there was something that you told us at the training in North Carolina uh, uh, that you actually used for yourself. You said uh, that you uh, made a deal with God, and uh, those are my words, not yours, but um, uh, that you were willing uh, to sit with whomever uh, God sent. Yes. And, And I totally embraced that. I totally embraced that thought. And 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 so um, I, I I do have the willingness to do that every single day. I'm I, I'm I'm pretty good at doing all the all the the prayers, devotions, and all that stuff every single day without fail. And and so I I think that's a great suggestion. I I think that would work for me. Yes. Yeah, it, it really does work because then you know you're you're not fighting the ego as much. Well, and that has to be it, doesn't it, Jennifer? I mean, I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just doing it with my ego. Is that the deal? Uh-huh. Okay. That's what right. it feels well, then... like. Okay. All right. Well, so <laughs> so one of the things I'm using to help myself, uh, thanks to Carla, she made some spiritual counseling cards. That uh, and I purchased a set of the cards, and uh, it contains a lot of the thoughts uh, out of your mouth at the training in North Carolina. And so I encourage everyone to get a set of those cards. They're absolutely remarkable, and they're different colors. and And it's it's just nice to flip through those and to say some of those, just like I I, I say uh, my mm-hmm. willingness statements or um, or or my I am statements that I say. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. Yeah, this is one of the resistance and reluctance are one of the most common issues people have with clients. All right. Who else Thank you, has Jennifer. A question? You're welcome, my love. Anybody else want to say hi? This is Christine. I'll say hi, and I'll also say it was great to see you this last weekend. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. Christine went to the one of the workshops in Atlanta, and we got to go out to dinner. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Phil. Hello. Hey, I have a question. I have a client, 
and you know I don't even I guess this is coming more from the ego it almost feels to me that I am benefiting from those counseling uh, how can I say this without getting into comparison but I'm just going to put it out there it just feels to me she does not uh, I, I just feel like uh, I am getting more out of those sessions uh, and I feel like she is more she's she's awakened and yet she is wanting to have this session and I did bring this up to her and I just wanted to bring it up to you so that you know I I don't feel like I'm you know using her for my advantage which I think I am not because I brought it up to her and I said to her I said I don't even feel like I I feel like I can't even tell who is the counselor <laughs> and the, because it, it seems like such a partnership and that you know I also said to her I'm getting a lot out of this too So the feeling, uh, it sounds like you're saying that you feel a little maybe guilty or something like that? I feel like, um, you know, probably maybe she doesn't need it and maybe she's doing no favor to me. Maybe, ah, yeah. Okay. And I expressed that I brought it up to her, and she said, no, I actually wait every Friday morning for this call. And But you don't, you think maybe she's not telling you the truth? Uh, no, I don't doubt her, because I feel she's very transparent and, um, I feel, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe the feeling is she's more awakened and God-conscious than I am. Yes. Well, the thing is, you are giving her a space to have a healing. You are giving her a space to make an appointment with her own consciousness to do some healing and clearing. Mm. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I I don't know even in my um, the evaluation forms I I write there you know it is it seems like more that we are in this partnership and I am getting more out of it. And, I do, I, of course, I don't... I know she says she is... It's bringing more clarity to her and, you know, all that stuff. So I, in my evaluation to you, too, I, I put down all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, 
There might be an occasional, there are some clients that will perhaps do a session as a favor. But there are very few people in the world that would do multiple sessions as a favor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Unless they were like your mother or something, and I, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily recommend counseling your mother. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it really feels to me that this person is getting benefit out of it. They're being authentic with you. And there's even if you feel like you're getting more benefit than she is, mm-hmm. that's okay. Okay. That's okay. What? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, because... Yeah, because I have been feeling this for a while now, and, you know, I, I sort of put it down my evaluation form, but I guess mm-hmm. I have not flagged it or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. perfectly okay that okay. Uh, that you feel that way. And even if it were, if we could measure it and say it's a fact, it's still okay. Because yeah. they have free will to make the session or not. If you, and if you are enjoying it, then fantastic. Oh yeah, I am. I am definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it 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 all. I mean, the whole session feels like a prayer to me. Mm. That's beautiful. Well, in in another way, I would look at it, Phil, as this is, you know, God giving you a gift. Mm. Mm. Yes, and, and and you don't have to earn it. You know, it's yeah. God gives yeah. us many bis- gifts and. We don't receive many of them, but some of them we do, and you're just receiving the gift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, because, you know, I one thing that gave me a little, I mean, uh, was comforting was I said, I'm here to be truly helpful. So if this is the way God is using me, so when, uh, why do I question it? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And thank you. Yep. That's a whole other line of inquiry is why do you question it? Yeah. You know, it does have to do with feeling like you deserve it, like there has to be an even score mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, and one of the things I found as a minister is I I had to completely give up the idea of keeping score. I just give everything to God, and I receive everything from God, and therefore the score is always perfect. Mm -hmm. Everything I give, I give to God. Everything I receive, I receive from God. Yeah. We have Linda wrote in a question here. She says, in case I'm unable to make the call today, I will ask these questions here. I'm still working on getting Adobe Windows 10. Does not play well with it on my computer. I 
have almost 20 evaluations that I would like to send. Is it possible to send them in PDF format? That That is my preference that you send them in. That's what I request, actually, that you send them in PDF format. Second question is, what can I use to record sessions to send as an emailable file to my clients? Thank you. Much love. Well, okay. So... Um, let me just see if anybody else has any questions before I get into that. Anybody else have any questions? Okay. So, um, it depends on how you would is anybody doing anything like that that's found something they really love? Well, I'm not exactly Miss Technology, as everybody uh, already knows, but uh, this is Elizabeth. Um, I do have uh, an app on my iPad uh, that one of my dear friends told me about, and it's called um, – oh, it's called um, – it's called HT Recorder. H is in Henry, uh, T is in Tom. Um, and it is a, a wonderful little uh, gadget, and I, I ordinarily recall I uh, record your calls, Jennifer, and I'm recording this one. And, um, uh, and so I don't know if I can send a file, but it records them, and I um, I haven't really retrieved many. Um, it's like I'm reluctant to push the button, but um, I. Uh, it may it may record a file that then could be emailed to a client. Uh, I'll have to ask my friend who recommended it. Uh, um, I think she uses it with her clients. And is is it recording because you've got the call on speakerphone? I've got the call on speakerphone. I've learned not ever to put my phone up to my ear anymore uh, because I got a little uh, a little skin cancer by my ear, and so I stopped uh, I stopped putting my phone up there. So there are many apps that you can get for your phone or your iPad that uh, record. Um, I have three or four of them on my phone. And my phone is strange. Um, and... Uh, the majority of them, though, do not work with recording a phone call that's happening simultaneously. There are some apps that do that. I've never used them. But you can search in the App Store um, uh, recorder app for phone calls, and it might cost you a few dollars or something like that. But there are lots of free apps for um smartphones that are just recorders and then what they'll do is they will give you a file and they all have different ways of getting the file but one of the ways is that they can uh, you can um, it will give you a link to the file and then you can give that link to your client the files for a session, even a 30-minute session, will be too big. 
So, for instance, my daily prayers will be usually between three and five megabytes as an MP3. Uh, it's pretty hard to mail a file much bigger than, say, 10 megabytes. So a 30-minute call is going to be 12 or so megabytes probably. An hour could be like 18 megabytes. So you won't be able to email the file, but you could email the link to the file. And um, what it does is it uploads the file to uh, what's called an FTP server, some kind of a server, and then the person can go and access it from there. Um, there are other <clears throat> kinds of options. Just think for a second. Well, there are, are some other similar kinds of options where for for those who are more technically adept. Um, so if people would like those, I could suggest those. There's also, um, I used to use something called Audio Acrobat. And if anybody's interested in using that, uh, I, I would like to send you a, um, a link because uh, they give you... Uh, Oh, a percentage of the new customer. And the money just goes to the ministry, of course, or whatever. But um, if you sign up, that, that audio acrobat is $20 a month. And what the way it works is when you have a client on the phone, you patch in another phone line, and the other phone line is to audio acrobat. And then the recall is recorded there. And then that you get a link from there, and they can um, you can email that link, and uh, that you can do on your computer. So you can go log into the Audio Acrobat sign uh, site, and then you get the link for that particular session, and you can send that to them, and then they can download it there. But you see, I I don't use that really anymore because I use Instant Teleseminar, but Instant Teleseminar, I think the cheapest is $45 a month, so I would definitely recommend Audio Acrobat. Now, the other choice for something similar would be to use TalkShoe. TalkShoe. And then, um, again, you're patching in a second call. And uh, just like you do if you do the facilitation for the, the Masterful Living Community calls, you patch in a second call, it records the call, very much like Audio Acrobat. Uh, the thing is, is it's you would have to set up, for instance, a podcast with each client. And actually, you wouldn't have to patch in TalkShoe. If your client's in the United States, you could have them call TalkShoe directly. And then you could just set up a different podcast with each client. And where I, I, sometimes when I've had clients with, who do multiple sessions uh, for over a period of time, I'll do that. I'll use TalkShoe. 
and then they can have them all in one podcast and it makes it easier for them to download them all and listen to them all. One thing I do recommend to my clients is I highly recommend that they listen multiple times to the sessions. And it's amazing how I've had sessions sometimes with people who, while we're in the session, it's really clear that they are not listening to themselves or to me. And then I I will uh, strongly recommend that they listen and re-listen to the session with the hope that they, or the intention that in doing that, they would hear what they couldn't hear during the actual session. Um, so TalkShoe uh, is a, another option, but it, it's, you do have to create a podcast for each one. Whereas with um, Audio Acrobat, it's a little bit simpler, but it does cost twenty dollars a month. Jennifer, Christy, I have a, I have a suggestion. Oh, sure. I do this with my coaching clients. I haven't done it with spiritual counseling, but you sign up for a free account at freeconferencecalling.com. Yes, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You get the phone number, and you tell your client, okay, meet me on this line. Here's the pen at 2 p.m. Once you both get on the line, <clears throat> you hit record. You can do that from your phone or your computer. It records the session, and then you can upload it to your computer. Once I've got it on my hard drive, I can do anything I want with it. I can... Email it to them, but normally what I do is I put it in Dropbox. Yeah, and I share it with them in Dropbox so that it doesn't seem to take up room on their computer or phone. They have to have a Dropbox account, and from there they can do what they want with it. They can, you know, access it from their phone or burn it to a CD if they want to listen to it in the car or really anything like that. So that's completely free up to a certain number of people on on the call, and that has worked really well. I just, the only piece of it that's a little labor-intensive is once the call is over, you, you label it, like Christy, session August 15th, and then you have, and then the, the counselor has to upload it and then send it to the client. So it's all on the counselor to do it. The client doesn't have to do any of it. Yeah. So, and and to, I'm just gonna um, elaborate just a little bit. So, first thing is you give the client the the phone number, and it's um, it's not a free phone number, but it's just a U.S. number, and um, so th- that gives the two of you the opportunity to meet on the same phone line, similar to TalkShoe. You start the recording, you end the recording, then you have to go to conference call. Uh, dot freeconferencecall.com, download your recording, label it, and then you have to upload it to Dropbox. And then you send a link, a Dropbox link to the client. The client Mm -hmm. has to create a Dropbox account, and then they Mm -hmm. can uh, access it. Dropbox accounts allow you to have, what is it, two gigabytes? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Free. think it's two gigabytes. Yeah. 
So that yeah. that would cover a lot of sessions. Mm-hmm. So that would work for most clients. The only reason I don't do that is because it just is a little more work for the client. And it's right. no, it's, it's no more work for me, but it's, yeah. yeah. The only thing so. the client has to do is, and some of my clients are nervous. I say, would you like me to walk you through how to get a Dropbox account? <clears throat> and once they sign up, they can, they'll see the link and they'll be able to go in and retrieve their file. And it's very easy to set up an account. It's just like setting up an account anywhere else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yep. And it's free. It's free all the way around until you reach, like, when you, I think you jump up to like a terabyte and then it's like $9.99 a month. But I have had some clients who don't want another account to fool with. And so what I say is, well, then I'm going to email you this link to your recording and it's just going to be sitting in your email. And, you know, from there you can do what you want with it. But it's easier to store it in a Dropbox account, I think, and that's what I tell them. Yeah. Okay, hold on. This is where I, I'm noticing resistance because this is all... <laughs> uh, something... This is all something. I'm not one. I'm like, I don't even have clients besides other counselors. I'm like, bring up tears. I know this is part of why I don't have guests. Don't have clients. Probably because I'm not willing to invest all this. What's the use? It's the same thing that came up in a class, right? What, what's the use? <laughs> I'm doing all spiritual. It's the, it's the same. Oh, so interesting. Well. What is the use? <laughs> you said in the class. I mean, and so this is what it's that question is just that's my own resistance. That's all it is. That's an indication of my resistance, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's such a good question. What's the use? And I I think seriously that there's real value in answering that question. Because the ego would say, just ask that question and then there is no use. This is pointless. But that's not true. I think the truth is I'm afraid of hearing myself. I think I'm fine. 
mean, <laughs> if I hear myself, all all this stuff comes up. And I think um, <laughs> I'm not open to that. I'm not open to exactly staying in the love and not judging myself. You uh, and by exactly you are open to it, but the stuff, the res- the resistance, the old patterns, the old ways of not being open to it are coming up for healing. But you're definitely open to it. They are so open to it. And and each step is a part of the clearing yes, of the layers. Is. It's part of the clearing of the layers. Mhm. I mean, I, I get some of it. Like, like I have a client. Well. I have one client. She, um, I think I was such <laughs> whatever, whatever it was. That wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I got to remind myself. She was. She's been really healed around, and it was great, perfect, beautiful. <laughs> I, but I'm, I'm. I do see a part of me being sad. But I let that go. I constantly turn that over. And, oh. This brings you up a question, but I'll leave that go. So, I forgot what I was talking about. Yes, you'll definitely meet clients who are not open to healing, but they're still there for healing. That's why they're there. Oh, and here's what it is I get it that everything is for my healing, really. Everything is for my healing. I had this stuff that wasn't even related to clients. My my neighbor offered me this furniture. I didn't want it, but I took it on my tour. She was there for months. I didn't do anything with it. And then a client called me and wanted to come to my house, and I'm not ready. I'm like, I'll put that furniture in that room, and I got all ready, and she canceled. And I knew it's for I'm ready now. I'm ready for this to happen now. And so I know this. This is the next step. This is program recording the call. This is the next step in me getting ready. And I really am holding. I'm really able to hold that more than the the the, the disappointment of her canceling. I'm really doing. I really feel like I'm I'm firm in that. And I think everything is. It's helpful, everything. So I know all this is, is helpful, but I guess right now it's coming up, something's coming up for healing. I just don't know what it is. It's probably that self-doubt again. So, all right. That's what it feels like, Carla. Yeah, it's interesting. I swear I'm not going to say anything. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't have any clients to talk about. What's this? What is it? I, I, it's, I swear I'm not going to speak in this call. It doesn't matter. I'll just listen. I'll just absorb and, and get everybody else's. And then here I am. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do I can't not do it. 
I can't not heal. I guess that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, we are at time. I know you have your community call later. Um, I, I know you had folks had wanted the transcript for this these calls. Did you get the transcript for the last one? I didn't realize this. Where are they at? I didn't realize there's transcripts. Yeah, they're they're posted. Uh, you can log in and get them. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, there's just one so far. We just started transcribing them. The last one. Oh. Okay. I I tried to look for it today, Jennifer. Uh, uh, after I logged in before I I got on this call and it wasn't posted yet. Oh, that surprises me. All right. I will look into that. Yeah, I'll look into that. Uh, the transcripts particularly help me because I, I'm, I'm such a visual learner and I feel like I sometimes miss things in the auditory but then if I can uh if I can hear it again and have the transcript in front of me as I'm listening I I get it so much better Well that's why we're transcribing them Yay I appreciate it thank you Mhm All right well let's take that breath together I'm so grateful and so thankful to speak this word of prayer right now. So grateful to open our hearts and minds to the higher Holy Spirit self and to open ourselves to a healing and a blessing. So grateful to say yes to the unlimited, unprecedented flow of love and partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful to recognize that there's just this one life and we're all part of it. So grateful that our life is the life of God. Our hand is the hand of God. Our heart is the heart of God. And it is our very nature to be in tune with the infinite. What I know for each and every one of us is that we are blessed and we are a blessing. We are a blessing in this world. What I know is that we support many, that our life is a life of love, that we are a fulcrum point for healing. I'm grateful and thankful to know that we are releasing any and all sense of resistance and reluctance, all sense of unworthiness. We are grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to an infinite flow of divine love and wisdom at all times in all situations. We are a beneficial presence and we share the benefits of our life of love with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. We allow it to be. 
and so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. It's so lovely to be with all of you. I look forward to it each month. And I look forward to everything that unfolds for us. (laughs) And, uh, Next month, we'll have more people on the call because we'll uh, have been have done the the British intensive next uh, early September. So that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. Yes, more people to do ses- sessions with. Mhm. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I love you. God bless you. I love you, too. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. I love you. The moderator has left the conference.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.